0: Lights, sirens,
1: heroes. You're listening to the Unreasonable Grounds Podcast. Welcome everybody back to the Unreasonable Grounds Podcast. This is episode 12 of the podcast and this is matchup number 3 of the... Poly-
0: we are live!
1: Beautiful. And this is going to be matchup number 3. This is going to be the all-rock episode all dwayne johnson episode this is going to be the navistar mxt the fast and the furious six hobbs vehicle versus the 1989 ford f-150 from walking tall rock's very first cop film if you want to call it a cop film because it basically is okay this is the first time this is his first time. So this is what we're going to do. We try to keep these episodes short, but welcome everybody back to the podcast. And one thing that everybody knows that we do on this podcast, as a tradition, we break donuts. So Mike, what do you got oh, today? What do you got left? I should say, because we've already recorded an episode tonight. Yeah. So we're double downing on the donuts that we got. Mike, what do you have?
0: Uh, I have more Tim Horton's apple fritter, uh, and it's just as good as it was when we started the last episode. <laughs>
1: actually it's deteriorating by the second is what it's doing it's a tim horton's donut
0: yeah
1: i guess it's not like the tim horton or the uh, mcdonald's fries that sit on the counter and never change for 10 years kind of deal
0: yeah well that's it yeah So you've got we could, the, we could be doing this podcast in a post-apocalyptic scenario and uh mcdonald's keith richards donut would still be ready to go
1: and i still won't (laughs) eat it like it it, i took one bite (laughs) of it and i took five years off my life so that's fine (laughs)
0: i'm gonna take the giant irradiated cockroach meat instead like let's go
1: yeah let's just pick those things off the ground i love it okay well you've got the og you've got the tim hortons donut in your hand i've got the dream donuts from the parksville Fair marketplace, outdoor market, whatever the hell we're calling it. Now, it's the local donut shop. It comes yep. out through Nanaimo and Parksville, probably down in uh, Ladysmith as well for their thing. I've got one as well, too. And it's the Score Donut from Dream Donuts. So, Mikey, let's just get to it. Let's break Donut. We're not doing a review. We're just having fun tonight. Mikey, let's get it done. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Let's cheers. And if anybody's asking and wondering if they're watching the video, yes, I realize it's small. I'm cutting off pieces because I'm trying to stave off diabetes. Okay? I'm trying not to get diabetes. Not the diabetes is a joke. Serious Mm -hmm. stuff. Okay? Diabetes. I'm all out of coffee. Yeah,
0: yeah, me too, actually. We did not prep well for this episode. (laughs) This
1: is the worst prep ever.
0: (laughs) It's okay. It's authentic, though.
1: It's authentic and it's unreasonable.
0: anybody wondered if we were actually live or not, us choking on the donut, true sign it's live.
1: Yeah. And the fact that we just keep munching away and talking about it anyways. And I usually <laughs> get to edit all this stuff out when I get into my mad scientist oh, yeah, yeah.
0: mode. All right. All right. So here oh, we go. Donut. So I have
1: to say that there is proof because, you know, I have been called out in the past about, you know, possibly eating Timbits uh, or whatever. There is still a oh. considerable amount of donut that's left here. So... <laughs> i'm not eating it though you can't oh god i i love donuts but i don't love them that much that i'm gonna end up staying up all night so i do have to work tomorrow morning okay we got Hello. our donut down we got everything taken care of let's get back into this so let's start we yeah, we ready? talk we talk I'm, about
0: i'm just gonna take the bull by the horns here uh or in this case it's the brahma bull the brahma bull. uh i, I want to start with uh the rocks uh 89 uh what the hell is that oh there. there we go my wife brought me some coffee. So. Oh, you're so uh-huh. lucky. So lucky. Excellent. Thank you. I'll say thank you to here, too. So,
1: And thank you so All much right, for everybody so joining us.
0: We're starting off with The Rock. We got the 1989 Ford F-150. Sweet, sweet custom job for this film. They have got some huge, thick, fat rims on this vehicle. Lifted it. They got a uh, custom uh, short box on the regular cab just to make it look that much taller. Uh, according to uh, the internet, so uh, I read it on the internet, so it must be true. Must be true. The wheels are a 15-inch American racing outlaw. 15-inch. Oh, uh, wrapped in 35-inch BF Goodrich mud terrains with a quad shock option.
1: Holy. Mm, mm.
0: I just, can you see the color there? It's red. I love it. (laughs) It's
1: it's such a redneck ride. Man, do people ever love this car. Anybody loves it. Okay, so if we're talking about walking tall, this is going to be the sheriff vehicle. This is his vehicle. He ended up taking over the sheriff's role after the giant shootout that occurs at the sheriff shack. We'll call it the sheriff shack. Exactly. Uh, Sheriff Zach, buddy, bird already. This ride is 100% birder ready. ready. So, after the shootout.
0: If I catch myself living in Squamish, I am 100% buying one of these trucks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, after the shootout, Rock takes over and his character goes and takes over the role as the sheriff in town. Now, this guy doesn't need a gun. All this guy needs is a big piece of lumber and it's sitting there in the rack, right behind the head rack. Yeah. Oh, in the rifle rack. Are you absolutely hitting me and then the uh, best it, part about this yeah. film in this truck other than the fact that he wheels it around and shows it off and all the rest of that he actually puts his own pinstriping on he puts his own graphics it's a great That's scene right.
0: Actually, a scene in the movie of him doing the detailing himself so props like props to the rock
1: so we've got the rock he's showing off the 150 i mean maybe the movie's probably more well known for the fact that johnny knoxville gets to go and tear up i, I could be wrong but i thought it was a giant dodge ram he has it it is, it all- yeah, it's a
0: heavily modified Dodge RAM with its own equally badass lift kit. A lot of extra chrome and lights, and that giant oh shit handle thing on the back <laughs> there. So, uh, yeah, which they just tear apart, and uh,
1: yeah. So even on that point, so we've we have the the F one hundred and fifty. All right, so yeah, it's an iconic role. It's an iconic vehicle for that film. But if we look over towards the other side, and we start doing a quick review of the Navistar MXT, that is the yep. rolling fortress of a vehicle that is in Fast and Furious Six.
0: Yeah.
1: I when I saw this flick. And I keep getting in trouble for calling it a flick. I don't know what it is. It's like, you guys just have to get over it. I'm from Ontario. It's what we call movies back home are flicks. But when I see it, (laughs) the first time I saw this flick, I was like, oh my God, that is an insane ride. He blows this thing through walls. He goes through favelas. He's doing whatever he possibly can to go and tear this ride through town, okay? I have to say it's an international body. So it's got the big international front end on it. But this thing he uses as an absolute tank. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think, Mike?
0: Well, I mean, we're, we'll get into the categories later, but I think there's there's some heavy badassery here. It's just like I said, it's it's it literally drives through buildings and just doesn't even flinch. It was it was more challenging to find some decent specs on this vehicle but it's got an absolute monster of an engine in it. And literally the only thing this thing's missing to be considered a full on tank is some treads. Like it is absolutely dominating in uh, just beefiness for sure.
1: Yeah, and I've had the opportunity to be able to drive something very similar to this. If it wasn't the Navistar, it was basically the international body on one of the, the emergency response team vehicles. And I will say that thing is an absolute beast to go and drive. It is insane. The fact that he's rolling around in this thing just speaks volume to his size and his stature and his uh, uh, presence, I guess you would say, especially jumping into that particular series. So, Mikey, let's get into the different categories we talked about in episode one. And episode two, or I guess you would say matchup one and matchup two. That is the very first one. Let's talk about performance. Then we'll get into the iconic level. Did the car outshine the actual artist or the the actor in the film? We're going to go to the actual police use. So how did they use it for the actual use as a police vehicle? And then finally, finally we have to look at badassery. And this is an homage to your badassery uh, claims. So let's do it, Mikey. Let's get into the performance. Talk to me.
0: Well, so performance-wise, first of all, uh, the 89 Ford F-150, the the miracle of Google tells me that it has got a 5.8 liter V8 engine with 210 horses under the hood. And you know what? Absolute. That' not a small truck. Like that's hauling some big ass, and that's stock.
1: And you say four hundred and ten horses? It.
0: No, two ten. Two ten. I was just say Jesus 210. Christ.
1: Two ten. Okay, two ten. Two ten.
0: Uh, yeah. So two ten. It's you know what? That's stock though, and let's face it, the truck that he's driving in the movie is definitely not stock. So I think it's safe to assume he's done some. Modifications to the engine uh, as well. I would I would be surprised if he hadn't. And so, performance-wise, on the MXT, the most extreme truck from the International Navistar. Is uh, that what that stands for?
1: Is that what it stands for? Most extreme Uh, truck. According
0: to Wikipedia. (laughs) So yeah, uh, or whole lot of thought went into that one okay well i'll go with
1: military extreme truck then i'm okay with that
0: it's it is the most extreme (laughs) uh but yeah apparently it's got itself a 6.4 liter v8 uh and it is rolling out a nice beefy amount of horsepower at just over 300 looks like 310 by what i'm reading here so I think performance-wise, the sheer numbers give it to the MXT. Yeah, and you know what? I think we both saw that coming.
1: Yeah, I think this one was a little, almost as a little unfair as the last one that we did, where we wanted to see at least one bad boys. Uh, Vehicle make it into the second round. And in this one, I want to see a rock car (laughs) make it into the second round. So yes, performance, I would 100% agree with you. The Navistar MXT is going to end up winning that. Hands down, it doesn't matter. Uh, Performance-wise, yes. Let's move on. Iconic level. Let's go into that.
0: Well, uh, you know, it is hard to deny how much impact the MXT has on the films that it's in. Hobbs is absolutely, he is a rock, he is the rock, and he makes that presence known in the film that is all about vehicles through the vehicle that he drives, right? Like, honestly, if somebody said, hey, what should the rock drive? He's going to be in the next Fast and Furious. What other answer is there? I open the floor to anyone that think they can come up with a better car for the Rock to drive than the MXT. I,
1: I would say you have to stay domestic. It's just the the way the guy runs, it's just he's, he's America yep. is, is what the Rock is. Oh, he sure. is, he is the poster boy for America. Okay. So it has to be domestic. Because yep. otherwise the only thing I saw as a possibility was maybe the Mercedes six by six. Is probably the the only vehicle I could personally think of that would be that short of short of somebody going out and making a ridiculous six by six Ford F one fifty or three fifty or four fifty five fifty.
0: This is a factory ready, commercially available vehicle. You or I could phone international and say, "Hey, I just won the Lotto Max. Send me an MXT," and boom. There you go, right? Yeah. Like make your own merge lanes. Like you drive wherever you want. So, including through the favela. Yeah. Like <laughs>
1: short of the H2 in Bad Boys 2 flying through the favelas. Well,
0: like, and that's Oh good lord. Anyway, the MXT is is iconic in its own right. Now, however, okay, we've got the F-150. Now I think for the purpose of The Rock's character in uh, Walking Tall, again, this is more realistic. I think this shows iconic The Rock. Again, it's the same sort of, ooh, it's The Rock, you know, Merica and everything like that. That lifted F-150 shows that same real, like, Merica, Brahma Bull, just like, Rock,
1: Although it was filmed that, in Squamish, BC, just
0: throwing it out there. Well, but that's you know what that also I mean I think it kind of reflects the region too a bit, right? Like yeah. the the MXT almost takes it to a point where it's too fictional, right? It it seems mundane in the Fast and Furious movies because they're flying out to space in a in Fiaro. <laughs> so um, let's face it, the MXT is mundane in those movies, but in something a little more. Uh, you know, in touch with reality, jacked up F one hundred and fifty. It's iconic in its own mind. You know, it says blue collar sheriff right off the get go.
1: Okay, I you know what I, I like what you're throwing down there, Mike. I think that I, I'm really starting to hit that line. I really wanted to give the Navistar the iconic vehicle, uh, not only because it's in the poster. That, you know, we made up the you know the yeah. the image and all the rest of that. But I do like that Ford F one hundred and fifty, and the fact is, is, you know, he drives that thing around as a PC, which moves into the next column. But let's deal with yeah, this one first. So, Iconic level, I think, uh, me personally.
0: I, yeah, you I, know what? I'm I'm definitely to the MXD, just because of how dominating it is, not only in the initial movie, but since then, and including the the Hobbs and Shaw expansion, like. It's absolutely uh, a, a beast, and while the F one hundred and fifty is great, I think this category I would give to the MXT, but only literally by like one percent. This is a, a truly a, a minority decision on that one. But let's carry on into the next category.
1: Okay, let's hit it. Police use. We got to talk about it. How they actually use a vehicle now. This one is very interesting because the MXT, we're talking about Rock. Rock's uh, role is as a police officer. It doesn't matter. He's international. He's out there looking for fugitives. That screams law enforcement is what it is. It doesn't matter if it's FBI, United States, DEA, ATF, uh, whatever the agency might be. Let's face it. He's a cop. This is just what he is. It's what he does. So anything he does in that vehicle is considered, I would say, law enforcement work. He's out there trying to catch dangerous fugitives. You know, I I really do think he does a great job in just using that thing to its full potential. He runs through a favela and his entire team that he has out there absolutely destroys it and then jumps in that
0: damn thing. So I think it actually loses points on because of that. This is a police vehicle. You don't be driving through people's houses (laughs) in it, right? For me, this category goes unequivocally to the F-150. Why? Because the F-150 successfully completes police 101. He conducts a traffic stop and he (laughs) issues a warning.
1: Is it after he smashes out the
0: (laughs) the brake light? That's right. (laughs) You got to get those taillights fixed. (laughs) Okay. 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 (laughs) Okay. But let's face it, that's as entry-level policing, like, fundamentals as you can get. It's like, that's that advice that people give to 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 new cops. You graduate the J.I., you graduate the depot, get out there and do a traffic stop, right? That's that first thing that you need to do. You need to go, hey, I'm the guy in blue with or without that yellow stripe up my leg. You got to get out there and you got to do the traffic stop. And the M.X.T., while it was certainly a beast doesn't fit into the fundamental police role i think it's a little too specialist and i personally would i'm giving that category to the f-150 oh.
1: <laughs> I will give that one to you. I'm, I would love to make a better argument. I just don't have it. I just don't have the argument yeah. ma- to make on behalf of the MXT. So yes, I will submit in this case to you, Mike, and I will say that the F-150 will take that one as well too. So to recap on the first three, performance goes to the MXT. All right, so they got that. Iconic level I am now bending towards the 150 the sheriff's vehicle from walking tall I will bend to that so now we got
0: they're all squared up at one touch on that one again. Yep, I'm gonna give it that one even more to the F 150 because it's marked yeah
1: okay yeah it's not just what it looks like a military vehicle yeah 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 i'll yeah. give you that much i mean especially if you're working internationally you're not going to have some giant whatever the hell the agency was and now i feel like a bad no, but
0: i mean he should at least have like something on it right because it literally just looks like an unmarked military vehicle
1: which is basically how he actually uses it which is nuts when you think about the pure carnage that takes place because oh, of that vehicle
0: it- Straight up Black Ops level destruction.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. One to the MXT, two, so iconic, and the police function. Now we're going to badassery. And I kind of like where this is going because it's going to lead us into something that I really, really, really like. So... Yeah. And I,
0: I, you and I are definitely on the same token for this category. Uh, The MXT is a... uh, badass there literally we have and i don't want to like whoa okay so (laughs) we got a list of cars coming uh for the rest of this hollywood matchup and there is not a vehicle out there that comes close to the just raw brutal rock-like power and badassery that the mxg demonstrated nothing else
1: i have no argument there is no argument exactly when you think about that could car put
0: all the cars on this list up against the mxt in the category of badassery and it would probably still scrape its way to the top
1: but would it beat the prius
0: we may be foreshadowing the grand finale with this comment
1: that's a little bit of a teaser on that one guys. So, I will say this, Mikey, I 100% I am with you. I will give the badass read to the MXT, but here we are. This is so the what f- does that this, mean? this is the fun. This is the fun part of this whole thing. We, are went-
0: we back to the Instagram tiebreakers. Are we back to talking to our, well, I guess in this case, viewers. We we 100% are our- feedback. We're there. I don't know why. The limo advancing was a bit of a shocker to me, considering it was up against the Crown Vic and the, you know, people that we do tend to market towards.
1: Look at those. Look at the merch. The merch sitting out there. So, So, what do you say, Pete? I'm excited. I, I really. I, I, this is the biggest part about doing this podcast is it's so much fun to be able to do and editing and producing and putting all this stuff out because we do not care about what anybody thinks. This is the most fun that we could possibly think of. Oh, this is what we, we come, come up, up with. So it's going to go to Instagram. That's it. We are just put it out. We're going to put it on there. I was thinking about ways to put a poll on the website. I don't really care about the website right now. The best way to do this is to get it to you, to get it to the people that are going to be watching this. So it's going to you. You will decide. We are at a tiebreaker. Mike and I, we've put out the list. We have the categories. We want to know what you think. This is up to you, the listener, to decide. Is it going to be the walking tall 1989 Ford F-150, the green giant with the proper police markings? Or is it going to be the Navistar most extreme truck or military extreme truck, the MXT From Fast and Furious 6, Hobbs' vehicle. So, we need you to decide. We need you to make a decision. What we're going to do, we're going to put it out onto Instagram in the next coming days. Let me get this episode all done up. We're going to have everything published and put out there. And we're going to let you guys decide. You tell us who you want to win. And it is going to come down to you. You will make the final vote. vote. You will let us know
0: what you want. I know. It's exciting. I'm looking forward to see how not uh, not only how the end result turns out but also the commentary that we get from people i think this is a really exciting matchup uh i know it was definitely one of if not my favorite one going into this hollywood cop car challenge so yeah i want to hear what people have to say about this so gonna get a lot of cliche comments i want to hear people say things like let's rock and all that sort of jazz so yeah, here here's to the rock versus the rock. So what? What, That's what the best rock win? W-
1: one thing how. is absolutely certain in this whole thing. Once we get it done and we get the results in, a rock vehicle is going to end up walking out of this into the second round. Now, who they come up against? I don't know. I feel sorry for them because it's going to be pretty damn tight. Is it? We're going
0: to have to hit shuffle for the second round. I think. Oh,
1: you have no idea. This is killing me. I look at this thing every single day, Mike. But yeah. folks thank you very much for tuning in today we have a tiebreaker it is going to go to instagram we appreciate everybody coming on especially because this was a live episode this was the one we put on for you leave the listeners. leave
0: us some comments people i want to hear what people have to say about these trucks
1: so to conclude everything and kind of set it off on the right foot guys I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for downloading the podcast. I want to invite you to head over to the website, www.theunreasonablegroundspodcast.com. If this is the first time you're checking us out, check out all the details. Take a look at some of the old episodes. Go on Spotify, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and check us out. Go download us, check out a couple of episodes, hit up some of the older stuff. There's some really good interviews out there. Mike and I get to go and, you know, laugh about movies. We've we've had great episodes. We've had a lot of fun. And this is what it is. This some is good donuts along the we've way. We've had a ton of really good donuts along the way. And this is what this is. This is for you, the listeners. This is for law enforcement officers. This is for our first responders and all those looking to get into the profession. This is for you to be able to switch off without switching off. I'm so excited to put out more episodes, Mikey. Mikey, closing words from you.
0: Let's rock. No, I don't. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs>
1: And that's the end of episode number 12. Check out the Unreasonable Grounds podcast. 1,000 episodes or downloads coming up real soon. It's scaring me how many are coming up. We got patches coming out, as per my promise, as noted in episode 11 as well. I'm stoked. Mikey, everybody else, have a fantastic night.
0: Lights. Sirens. Heroes, you're listening to Unreasonable Grounds Podcast.